Welcome to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Welcome to another edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. from the Community Church of God. And I am Pastor Ventaney from Rama Word of Faith, the Word Church. Again, we thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, and all of this week, well, this is the end of the week. It's Friday. All of next week. Yeah, we'll be talking about uh, having faith to do what God uh, called us to do, to, to, to do an assignment. And again, God's called Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. to uh, restore Champion Christian School, rebuild it like the, I guess it's Nehemiah had to rebuild the walls. Uh, Moses had to build a, a tabernacle in the wilderness. I believe that was Solomon had Solomon to, had to build a temple. Right, right. So, so and Richard has to rebuild Champion Christian School. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be doing a fundraiser. Uh, we call it a faith. We're going to change the date, though. I think yesterday we told everybody it was the 16th. It's going to be the 17th now. It's going to be the 17th. Okay, we're going to roll with the 17th. We're going to do the 17th of December. We're going to have a faith-a-thon. We're going to ask our listeners to call in, tell your friends about it right now, call in and support Champion Christian School. And uh, I had a couple of scripture uh, references, Exodus 25, 30, Exodus 35, and First Chronicles 29. And I'm not going to go through all of those scriptures, but if you are a Bible student, you love the Word of God, go to those scripture references and, and watch the capital campaign that took place. All of those leaders, Moses and I believe it was uh, Solomon, they were asked to build something for the Lord. But he told those leaders, go to the people and, and ask them and, and command them to bring resources uh, to build what God's called us to build. And the people responded. They didn't respond grudgingly because the scripture says God loves a cheerful giver. So they didn't respond grudgingly. Uh, they responded out, out, out of just kindness. And they gave more than what was required till the leaders had to say, don't bring any more. We, we have too much. And again, we believe that the Christian community here in Chico can respond in that same way. We know there's a lot of influential, uh, financially uh, secure believers because the Lord has blessed us. Scripture says he's given us the, the creative wisdom, the power to get wealth. That's Deuteronomy 8.18. And he says in Second Corinthians, he loves a cheerful giver. And, and God is our source. So we're believing that the Christian community is going to stand up. They're going to hear the voice of the Lord. And they're going to respond to this faith project, this faith-a-thon, which is going to take place on December 17th to save Champion Christian School. And I don't really like to use the phrase save Champion Christian School, but be a part of what God's doing. Again, it, it would be a tragedy for the only Christian school academy to not exist anymore in Chico. The only what God wanted to, to be the premier high school to not exist uh, because God's people didn't respond to the, uh, the call to, to support what he's doing. The scripture says, I'm doing a new thing. Can you not perceive it? So this is the first time actually champions had their own facility, their own building. And they have the old uh, racquetball club at 480 Rio Lindo. We've occupied the old North Valley space. Athletic Center. Yeah, it was occupied this summer. And again, that was faith 
leaving paradise and coming down here and doors, uh, watching God just open doors. But but I'm reminded of uh, children of Israel in the wilderness. As they came out of Egypt, had a pit stop in the wilderness to get their minds renewed and, and to continue to see God as their source. But that's wasn't, that wasn't where they were supposed to stay. They were to go into the promised land, the land that flowed with, a milk, and hu- with milk and honey. But as they continued that journey into the promised land, that's where they encountered their biggest opposition. Oh, the, no, the roof flooded. Uh, or the, the parking lot kind of flooded. Yeah, well, we had a, we had an outdoor pool as well as an indoor well, pool. Well, for and a while. that's what the enemy tries to do. He tries to send discouragement just when you enter in the promised land. But we're called to press towards the mark of the high calling. You know, God gave Joshua a command to 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 observe to not allow his word to depart from him, but meditate on it day and night, observe to do all that's written in it, and then he will uh, make his way prosperous and he have good success. Well, he told him, get my word, Joshua, on it. And that's what we're telling the Christian community, those who will listen to this radio station. Uh, and tell your friends that don't listen to this station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell, tell your, your friends. The people in your congregation well, but, that don't listen to this station. This is what the Lord wants to do. I, I was talking to Richard this morning. I just don't believe God wouldn't be for Christian education. He wouldn't. He would not be for a Christian high school where you can teach uh, the highest of academics plus Bible plus the Word of God and. Plus, pray, pray for, pray each for other. one another, intercede and encourage one another, get taught about the kingdom of God and, and, and God's ways. And, and these are teenagers, so they're getting the word of God, and they're moving on, and, and that's something they're going to take with us. Scripture says, you know, parents train up children in the way they should go, and when they get older, they won't depart. So the word of God, once it's planted in the good ground of your heart, it grows up, and you take it with you everywhere you go. And these kids are going into, you know, the real world, so to speak, after they leave high school. And, again, I, I believe God wants that. He wants them to have the word sown in the good ground of their hearts. And as they go forth, they allow their lights to shine before others. They won't be ashamed of the gospel because they got the good seed, the word of God, sown into them initially. And they're taking it forth. So I'm going to continue to believe that's what God wants, and he's not opposed to that. If so, you know what, my head is just, I'm discombobulated if God's not for Christian education, especially the only one in Chico. I don't, you know, I I know his thoughts are higher than my thoughts and his ways are higher than mine, but I believe he wants Bibles in schools. I got to believe that because I'm looking at everything that's happening in the world, and I you know, people like to say it's gun laws and all that. I think it's it's a it's sin people's nature. hearts. Yeah, it's the hearts. It's a sin nature. And and like I was just saying, this word of God is seed for the good ground of your hearts, and this word grows up in you. So when you're void of the word of God, you have nothing but demonic influence. Hence, what we have going on in this nation as it relates to gun violence and massacres and and, and all of this just gun violence. People. The Bible says the God of this world blinds the minds of those who believe not. They don't believe the gospel. So they don't have access. Well, they're not exposed to the gospel on a regular like the students at Champion Christian School are. So they're completely controlled by the devil. So they're going out doing stuff. God wants his people to be controlled by the word of God. So at Champion Christian School, 
there's an opportunity to get some word every day, not just academics. You're getting the truth of God's word. And I believe God's word is the truth. And that's so important for people to have the truth. Cause Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you should know the truth and the truth sets you free. And at champion Christian school, they're not only just getting academics, but they're getting the word. Right. We're, you know, I, I like to say a champion that the, faculty gets to deal with the whole student mm -hmm. in the sense that not only are they dealing with them on an academic level, the, all the uh, history and science and all those things, but also the, the spiritual side of the student. Mm -hmm. And so they get to teach them Bible. They get to talk about the Bible. I have a daughter who teaches in public school and does a tremendous job, works really hard, but if she started talking about Bible in one or, of her or classes... Jesus, or, or, or how, Jesus, or how the Bible... Um, interacts with history or how the Bible interacts with math or she's or out of there. She probably yeah. gets sued too. Well, she's gonna she's certainly gonna be suspended. They're gonna talk to her and probably want to fire her. Mm -hmm. And yet in at Champion, that's what teachers can do. They can talk to students about Jesus. They can talk to them about the Bible. They can talk to them about how all those things intertwine with each other. And as I said, deal with the whole student. Um, they go out into the world. But yet, at the same time, students affect their families even right now. And students affect their friends. They affect the people around them all the time. So it's not a case of, oh, someday you'll be able to, to affect the world, or someday you'll be able to do something for Christ. They, they're doing it now. Well, biblically, God used all kinds of people. He, David was anointed at, I believe, 12. Well, I've told the story king. before. Yeah. I grew up in church, about 16, decided to tell my parents, when I turn 18, I'm never going to church again. You can't make me, and I'm not going to. And didn't go to church after, from 18 to 27. And it was 27. I've got a three-year-old daughter who is a teacher in a private school who started going to church with my wife who said, Daddy, why don't you go to church with us next week? And I said, yeah, because I figured she'd never remember next week, you know, right. <laughs> she's only three. And uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess you would say she did remember. And I started going to church and got saved. And the rest, as they say, is history. But God used a three-year-old. So it's not like you have right. to wait until yeah. you're a certain <laughs> age before God can use you to minister to somebody. And I think sometimes we... Oh, God can't use a kid, or God can't use a teenager, or God can't use somebody in their 20s, or God can't use me because I'm too old. God uses, you look at the Bible, God used people of every age, right. and I've seen in my own life God use people of every age. Well, the scripture says God's no respect of person. He, he'll use anyone that he desires. Here's the deal, because he created human beings. Well, he created all living We're things. the crown of his creation. Yeah, we're the crown. So again, at Champion Christian School, that's what the students get. That's, that's what, what they hear. Yeah. We're the crown of his creation. Right. And, and of course, the Bible says faith comes by hearing. <laughs> so that they're built up in their faith. And again, we walk by faith, not by sight. Meaning we walk by what God said. And he's sovereign. His word is supreme. You know, he's the, scripture say he's the author and the finisher of our faith. And we get the, these children get, the children in our community get exposed to the word of God by 
going to school. They're not going to get that. No disrespect for the public schools, but they're not going to get that. You know, I would never say anything bad about public school teachers because I have a daughter that is a public school teacher. They work hard. They work in a tough environment. She works with some kids that are pretty rough. Right. And do and say some, some things that are pretty rough. It is a hard job. It's just a different thing than you can do in private school. You just you can't well, do some again, of the things there that you can do I, at Champion. I believe it was never God's intention for Bibles to leave the school. I believe that was a, a, that was a tactic by the enemy to get the word of God out of, out of oh, young, certainly. young hearts. And, and it's still pervasive. So we have to do what we have to do. The devil hasn't the quit. Sometimes I think there's a lot of Christians that think, well, the devil's been ultimately defeated. Yes, sin and death were defeated. He's yeah. going to end up in a lake of fire. But in the meantime, he hasn't thrown up his hand and said, I quit. I'm not doing anything. Well, he's, yeah, he still has He's still going about like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. Right, and he, he used Christians, unfortunately, as well. He'll use anybody who would uh, listen to him who would hear his voice and think it's theirs and act on it. Hence what we just had in San Bernardino the other day. You know, young man, he was just 27, 28 years old. You know, graduated high school less than 10 years ago. Well, see, and, and here's what you have to understand, too, is that 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 day they did that wasn't the first time they thought about it. Oh, no, no. Because you can tell by the, that they had planned this. But even if you didn't plan it for a long, long time— when people sin, it's not the first time they thought of it. They'd been thinking about it for a while. And these, the Bible talks about how um, sin develops right, in us. Right, right, right. And that it, it occurs over time. You, w- people have to get into the Word and stay in the Word. And it is, uh, this is one of the reasons why I think champion is so important, because they, they get to hear it even in high school, that time of life when maybe they might not get to hear it. One of the things we're doing, not only are we doing this Faithathon, and you're going to hear more about that, that'll be all day on the 17th. I want to make sure everybody realizes that we've changed it to the 17th. But beginning next Monday, the 7th, from then until the 17th, every morning at 7.30 in the morning, we'll be at Champion Christian School praying. So anybody who wants to be involved in that effort, you don't have to be a parent or a grandparent or whatever, anybody who wants to come and pray for Champion, those mornings, any of those mornings or all of those mornings at 7.30, we would ask that you would be there and pray for Champion, pray for everything that's going on. I want to talk again. I know I did a little bit yesterday. Talk to people that are going through a trial, going through a struggle, going through something that they thought would be one way maybe and then turned out to be something else because we all do that life is like that. I tell people all the time, why are you disappointed? If you're disappointed, why are you disappointed? You say, people say, well, I'm disappointed in that person. Why? Because they did something you Mm. didn't want them to do or you didn't expect them to do. People say, well, I'm disappointed about that. And you say, why? And it's because things didn't work out the way they thought they would. We go through these times. We go through these seasons. We go through these periods of our life where we thought, something would work one way. Maybe you were in a marriage that didn't work out and you thought it would, and you seem like you're it, you're crushed because it didn't work out. Or you thought your children would be a certain way and they're not, and you're crushed by that. You're, you're hard-pressed by that. And the Bible says, you know, hard-pressed on every side but not crushed. 
And we've got to understand that God's not going to let us be crushed. Yes, we're hard-pressed. Yes, things are happening that we don't want to. Yes, we're down. Yes, we're discouraged. And yet God doesn't want us to live there. He doesn't want us to stay in that state. He, he, he's there for us to lead us on. And I say that because this is a period of my life that I've experienced that more than any other time in my whole life. I thought champion was going to be one way, and it's been something else. I thought that that, that things thought it was were, going to be smooth sailing, smoother than it's been. Right, right, certainly. right, 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 right. And it has walking by faith. It hasn't <laughs> been what I thought. Right, and I I'm going to be honest with everybody on the show. This listening, there's probably been a dozen times in the last year that I was ready to just say, you know what, I don't need this. I I don't get paid for this. A dozen I'm, times in the last year, that's once a month. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm not. I don't get paid. I'm not. It's not a paid position. I I put in a lot of time. I put in a lot of energy. I put in a lot of effort. I put in a lot of my own finances, and I. So I could quit, and I'd save all that. But you just said it's not a paid position. You know what it is? It's a called position. Right. And so I would say to my wife, "Man, I think I've had it. I, what do I need this anymore for?" If you've ever been in your life where you just threw up your hands, I don't care what the situation is. Well, Moses was like that. And you just throw up your hands and say, man, I had enough. I don't need this anymore. You know where I've been a few times over the course of this last year. And I would say to my wife, you know what? I just had enough. <laughs> I don't need this anymore. I, I'm, I'm quitting. And she would look at me and she would say, do you really believe... God called you to save the school. And I'd say, yeah. And she'd say, you can't quit. You can't quit what you really believe God. She'd say, now, was it just some wild idea you had on your own? Right. She said, because if it was just some wild idea you had on your own, you should quit. Right. <laughs> I said, no, I really believe that God's called me to do it. And she'd say, you can't quit. And so time would go by, and I'd feel like, man, I want to quit again. And she'd say, do you really believe that God called you to do it? And she'd, I'd say, yeah. And she'd say, you can't quit. So I want to talk to people, not just about Champion. I, I, I would ask that you would pray for Champion. I would ask that you would give to Champion. We'll talk some more here in just a little bit about how you can do that. But I want to talk to the people that have been in their life. Maybe you are right now in a place in your life where you just said, you know what, I don't need any more of this. I just don't need any more of this. I'm I'm packing it in. I'm quitting. Don't. Listen to what God's called you to. If he's called you to sue something, stick with it. Know that he is sufficient. Know that his grace is there. Know that he will see you through the day. Know that he will give you everything that you need to make it. And don't just quit. You might be talking to somebody that's thinking even about suicide. Don't do it. Don't just give up. Listen to God. It, you may be in a place in your life where you listen to somebody and you say, Oh, man, I've heard that my whole life. God's grace is sufficient. You, got, you need to believe it that it really is. 
that he will give you what you need to get through today. And his mercies are new every day. Well, see, and, and, and you talked about the, the Israelites in the wilderness, and I was reminded of manna. He gave them enough for that day. They had to go out the next day and get some more. Right. And that's what he does with Ooh. his grace to us. He gives you enough for today, and now, then he'll give you more now, now for tomorrow. Now, check this revelation out. Give us today, this day, our daily bread. Amen. And I'm going to quote Jesus right now. It is written, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word. Every day he's going to give you a word of encouragement. Yes. If you go in that word, if you meditate on it, he'll send somebody in your path to, to encourage you, to give you a high five. Because the enemy, the devil, likes to send a spirit of discouragement. Oh, man, he likes to come and tell you, oh, yeah. that ain't never yeah, going to yeah, yeah. work. That's well, well, never going to well, work. Well, as you, was telling, you were speaking there, God was just showing me something. Even Jesus got discouraged. We know even at, at the Garden of Gethsemane, he sweated blood. But just previous to that, he got discouraged with the with, with, with the administrative board that he had to 12 because he said he would say stuff like how long must i be with you guys <laughs> yeah can you, know, you guys you know, figure this out can you guys get it now and, guys, and even as he's praying and they're falling asleep he right. said can't you pray for even an hour right and, and that's probably what you're saying with, with your board and your faculty and staff because you're getting it from all sides he's getting it from all sides even fa staff and faculty are complaining in the wilderness. See, we're in the wilderness now. We're heading towards the promised land. And I did a message the other day at chapel there, and, and the student, the faculty and, and teachers were there too. And I did a message on Numbers 23 about being in the wilderness and complaining. And God's not happy with complainers. He's, the Bible says rejoice always. Even in the bad times, you got to rejoice. And you got to believe that God is sovereign. And, and this too shall pass. We're not going to be in the wilderness all the time, especially the ones that didn't complain. We know the ones that did complain and grumbled every day, their carcasses fell dead in the wilderness. I mean, that's where they were buried at. And, 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 and the ones, Joshua and Caleb and his bunch, that's who we are right now. We're heading into the promised land. And the promised land for us is the promises of God. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. All things work together for the good, for those who love the Lord, who are called according to his purpose. You know, I always cause you to triumph. I'll always give you the victory. Nothing shall separate me from you. So we have to understand, Keep the Bible says he'll keep those in perfect peace whose mind is stayed and fixed and focused on him. Him is in his word are one. So once you're feeding on that word every day, like Jesus said, and, and, and praying for this day, our, our daily bread, which is his word. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Right, he came down for word. heaven. Yeah, yeah. I am the living water. So he says, feed on me and I'll strengthen you with all might according to my glorious power. I'll keep you strong. You'll be strong in the Lord and me in the power of my might. That's what his grace is sufficient for every day. It, it gives you the strength to go another day. Go another mile. You can do it. And God say, just, just trust me. I'm going to get you there. Trust me, children of Israel. I'm getting you out of Egypt. I know I led you guys right to the Red Sea. Don't trip. I got this. And that's what he's telling us. He's telling us, look at That's why I tell people it's important to study the Bible. You'll see God's character. You see how he, he, he works things all together to fulfill his will. It may not make sense to us because it don't make sense to you right now. You're like, oh, none of it makes oh, sense. Lord, oh, I'm, I'm just messed up now. You got my head jacked up just like Moses. I don't know. Why did you give me all these people? This is my responsibility. I don't get paid for this. 
I didn't give, said the I same didn't thing. Give, he says, I didn't give birth to these people. Right, I didn't give birth to these people. Why, 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 why you put them on me? Not my kids. Yeah, I was in the wilderness. I was over at, where was he at? I was over there having fun. I was in exile, not in exile. He was Midian. Over. Yeah, he was with the Midians, but he was doing his thing, and God, you know, spoke to him through a burning bush. Yeah, he was over there kind of minding his own business, had a good thing going. Well, right, right. Well, well he was a fugitive, remember? But, so, I mean, he's over there. He's married. He's handling he, his father-in-law's sheep. He's, and he's doing all right. Time, God reveals his next assignment, just like with you. He, you minding your business. You're doing <laughs> Yeah, five. man, I was doing yeah. all right. Yeah, you're doing all right. You're doing 100, man. All of a sudden, uh, God says, uh, Richard, and you, you told a story here before how it happened. You got time to tell that story real quick, or next time, next, no, we'll the next, next, next time, time we'll tell that story. How God spoke to you about your assignment. Yeah, and you said, uh, "Oh, you sure <laughs> me? Or did I have bad pizza?" Well, last actually, night? actually, you know, and and we will tell the story next time. Um, I threw out a fleece. Uh-huh. You know, kind of like Gideon threw out the fleece. I threw out a fleece, and it was like if somebody wants to do anything with Champion, wants to buy one table from him, wants to buy one desk, wants to buy one book, wants to buy a pencil from him, anybody wants to buy anything from him for a dime because they're going to close up, I, I'm i not supposed to do it. And nobody wanted to do anything. I told my wife, man, that was like a sign that I'm that this is what I'm really supposed to do. And... You know, it, it's not always easy. And when I read a verse like that where Moses says, man, did I give birth to these people? I know exactly what he meant. Now you know how he felt. <laughs> I mean, I know exactly what he meant. Hey, I didn't take these people to raise. They're, they're, that's not got nothing to do with me. Well, I got to leave I them. could walk and leave and everything would be fine like, again. Why do I got to lead them? Back to Chico, <laughs> right? And get a facility, and so and be but that's what God called me to do. And and I once again, I want to everybody that's listening. If God's called you to do something, maybe He's called you to be a mother, maybe he called you to be a wife, a husband, a father, whatever it is that He's called you to do. And and there's days where you're just ready to throw your hands up and say, "I quit." Just realize once again, He will give you what you need for that day to get through that day. And then tomorrow, he will do it again. He will give you the grace that you need. We're gonna, we got about a minute left, so I want to tell everybody, if you want to pray for Champion, once again, you don't have to come to school to do it, but we ask that you would pray for Champion. If you want to come to the school, 7.30 in the morning, starting next Monday, we would love to have you come. If you want to give to the school, 480-RIO-LINDO, so... Champion Christian School, 480 Rio Lindo, Chico, California, 95926. Again, 480 Rio Lindo. Or you can get on championcs.org and there's a donate button that you can donate. Championcs.org. Hit the donate button and we would appreciate your prayers and your financial help and and again we have a, a monthly budget of what's the monthly monthly budget about twenty thousand dollars twenty thousand dollars and we know somebody out there can can write a check and help make this happen and again we're about to wrap it up uh i don't hear the music yet richard but we're out of time but we're definitely not out of word or faith and we want to remind you as you go through this week keep walking by faith
If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you would consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us again next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.